Yeah. The medical I think, term. I think I have a herniated disc, oh, but they don't really know. Um, oh, man. Yeah. You don't have to ladle out more uh, physical issues, Frankie. You can you can pull up at just the two if you'd like. Yeah, you're one-upping yourself. <laughs> yeah. I did take too long of a bath today. And <laughs> my lower half is a little stiff. Okay. Uh, well, Nick, um, do you currently have any debilitating issues? <laughs> no. No? Good for you. No. Nothing right now. At least not physically. Check again. <laughs> yeah. No, all my debilitations are spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's where I like to keep mine. Hell yeah. <laughs> Roughly 24 oh, to 92 hours I don't know ago, that. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the okay. first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience. Well, they're leaving in already. A show called <laughs> Stab. This is the Stab Show. So ready to get through spooky season to embrace brown and serve season. Well, now let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist paints local park ducks to resemble their favorite NASCAR teams. Their hilarious performer and Stab Show favorite, it's Frankie Lore. <clears throat> Our second panelist believes that which doesn't kill you is bound to try again someday. He's still Rick Dribble in my heart. It's Cameron Schmidt. And our third panelist once left charming, delicious gift bags for everyone in his row at a midnight showing of Iron Man 3. He's an amazing writer and performer. It's Nick Pettigrew. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, a Doug O'Lamp guy in a Jack O'Lantern world. Welcome to the Stab Show, everybody. Don't forget, because we haven't reminded you in a little while, but we're still available Saturday nights at 11 p.m. on KUTZ, 103.1 FM, or KUTZFM.org. So why not try Stab on the radio? It's got a real terrestrial flavor that you sure can ear taste. Now, let's meet tonight's panel. Frankie! Hello! Just maxing and relaxing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but not not exactly. So um, well, I want to yeah. rattle off the the ailments that we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I I think my sciatic nerve is pinched. Okay. Um, it's fucked up. Um, and then I have uh, a tooth that I'm getting a root canal in like two weeks. Um, so I'm eating soft foods while stuck on my back. Um. I saw like some like witchy people on TikTok talking about how like, oh yeah, October, like, you know, you won't leave October with the things that weren't meant for you. And I've been worried that I won't leave October with my life. Okay. Well But um it is turning around, so it, I mean it kinda has to. Yeah, at yeah. This point. Could you yeah. elaborate on what's turning around? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a glimpse of it. So okay, well I mean when I first had this happen with my back, I was literally begging to be mercy killed. Oh. Uh, I'm not doing yeah. that anymore. That's so, good. That is an uh, improvement. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, good to have you back, Frankie. Um, uh, all the physical stuff and all the everything else, I'm just happy you're still around. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most, if it wasn't for all of the, all the pain, this would be certainly the most relaxed anyone has done this show and we went through a year and a half of everybody doing this from home but you somehow still topped that yeah. well good to have you frankie uh hey cameron 
Hi, Jesse. Hi there. The only other person uh, in the panel, in the room. Yeah. It happens, you pointed it out, this has happened several times now. Yeah, people don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to attach a large No, take it personal. It. Take it I'll personal. Take it per- I'll, all right, I'll go there. I'll There's go been there. a couple times recently where you've been the, the sole, the lone... Uh, in-person guest. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with my sciatic nerve yet. <laughs> and I don't Still know time. what Nick's reason is, but I don't have that Nick's reason. Nick's reason is he's 400 miles away. Can oh. you cut Nick some slack? North, south, south. east, what are we talking? Down, south? In the, down in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, good, cool, Nick. Yeah. Well, Pasadena. I'm, Pasadena, yeah. It's Pasadena, all big difference. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you. Thanks. Uh Basketball season just started. Yeah, a very Kings, big time for you. I turned the game off, but when we started the show, <laughs> the Kings were up by nine. Yeah. And in my mind, that's just what is still happening. Mm-hmm. It will happen all the way to the end of the game. Don't see why not. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have object permanence. That game doesn't exist anymore. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, ended. it ended when it you ended. turned it off. That's the new thing. <laughs> it's a new rule in the NBA charter. When Cameron Roy Schmidt <laughs> turns the game off yeah. at any point to do his alt comedy show <laughs> that he honestly might not have agreed to if he remembered there was a Kings game on. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's not just the King. I would do this show over do- watching a Kings game. Well, it's also game one of the World Series. There is that too. We do have a lot uh, that which we're was, against. Which was 5-3 in the eighth inning when the show started. Oh, I was boy, watching geez. that too. And then at 7.30, Republic FC kicked off in the USL semifinal. Jeez. Oh, it's right. a big sports night. It is. Well, yeah, we've actually reached the part of the, the year where all four yeah. major sports are going. It's a, it's a fine window. It is a chaotic window. But, yeah. It really is yeah. for someone who loves watching those balls fly around. Oh, yeah. Don't we all? Um. Well, good to have you. Mm-hmm. We we did some um some comedy talk before this. We'll yeah. be doing some launching some new stuff soon. Some good chat and so stick. Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep an eyes on the stab socials. Yeah. Well, good to have you as usual. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, and Nick Pettigrew. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like I I accidentally called Nick's bluff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, suckering him into doing this show. Uh, this week and next week. No, I'm I'm incredibly excited. Okay, well, good. Um, yeah. Anytime you're going to give me an opening with uh, sort of implying that you'd like to be doing more, and uh, I'm underbooked, then <laughs> you will get more to do. Yay! Well, Nick, how are things uh, down in Los in the the Los Angeles region? They're spooky. <laughs> oh. Oh, right! Black and white. Yeah. Huh? All right. All right. I thought uh, I thought you'd gone black and white. Uh, yeah. It was either a choice or something happened to your camera, but it's it's a no because it's spooky <laughs> season. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Are you a big Halloween spooky season fan? Am I a big? Sp- <laughs> I've got like. Fucking uh, jack-o'-lantern tattoos and oh, okay. shit. And like, yeah, man, my kid was born on Halloween. Oh, of shit. Of course okay. I'm a big Halloween guy. All right. I didn't realize. Um, well, yay. <laughs> yeah, I tried to time it out all those months and months ago before my, my son was born. Mm-hmm. I shot my shot and it just ended up being the right time frame. Oh. 
So I got a spooky boy. Mm. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm doing the math, Nick. <laughs> Valentine's Day? Yep. Oh. Right. <laughs> there you are. Oh, there you are. Cupid. Yeah. Uh, anything fun comedy-wise going on down there at the moment, Nick? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, well, then let's get this going, then. Segment one, it's reorganization. Sometimes you just need to class a place up. But how do you do it on a budget? VFD that bitch! That's right. Make every surface that makes even remote sense just lousy with very fancy doilies. That just drips with class. Or, I don't know class, which is possible. It's been suggested before that I don't. Regardless, I stumbled upon VFD, or Very Fancy Doilies, in my acronym search, and it just tickled me in my very classy places. So now you get to deal with it, but not as Very Fancy Doilies. That's been covered. Forget whatever else VFD clearly stands for, and instead give me who or what else VFD might stand for or represent to you. Frankie, let's hear your VFD. Venereal Frankenstein disease <laughs> is actually a misnomer. The proper acronym is VFMD, or Venereal Frankenstein's Monster Disease. <laughs> this is when sex after bed death not only revitalizes one's genitalia, but makes the genitalia the genitals wiser, gentler, sweeter, but alas, still decayed. The genitals yearn to be understood are arguably more human than the rest of us, and yet all of the townsfolk wish to do is pillage the genitals and ultimately pound them into the void. Mm -hmm. Rarely, you can contract this disease upon sexual debut or non-deadbeth-related coitus, but to do so, one must fornicate on their mother's grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a great way to introduce new people. Thank you, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's, that's monsters disease. Uh, Frankenstein. No such thing. Uh, thank you, Frankie. Uh, <laughs> and we're off. Cameron. Hi, Jesse. Let's hear your VFD. Well, Jesse, for the second time in my history on this show, mm -hmm. uh, I had paralysis by analysis. I came up with too many VFDs, and I couldn't uh, hone in on one. Okay. So I'm just going to give you them all. Yeah, please. Uh, here we go. Uh, very fun dads. Uh, this is a service where your boring or problematic dad is replaced with a very fun dad. Nice. But there's a monkey paw thing where dads are fun in their own ways. Fun is relative, so yeah. it's never the fun you think is fun. That that could have been something, you know. Vietnam fun dads. Uh, There's a new trend online where children ruin their dad's good mood by reminding them of the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. uh, vexing fudge dude. Uh, this is a story about a dude made of fudge who nobody can figure out. Uh, not because he's made of fudge. Mm -hmm. That's normal to them. Okay. But he like... Nobody, he, they all wonder why he leaves parties and dinners without telling anybody. Yeah. And nobody knows where he lives or if he sleeps. <laughs> uh, vacation for Dilbert. Mm -hmm. uh, this is like a spinoff of Dilbert where he either inherits a bunch of money or wins the lottery or something. Mm -hmm. And so he just lives on a tropical vacation island. Sure. But he's still the same guy. <laughs> uh, I didn't do that one because I don't know much about Dilbert. No. I've never been on a tropical vacation 
and the creator of Dilbert is a QAnon dude now That's who thinks weird. the government is trying to kill him. Yeah. So I just stayed away from that one. Sure. All right. Uh, Venn fucking diagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a really aggressive, inform- uh, informative talk about when a Venn diagram is useful. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this because I couldn't think of a single example. <laughs> I'm, I, I just, you know, yeah. I blanked. Sure. All right. Lightning round. Oh. Uh, vermilion fairy dairy. <laughs> Virgin fish daiquiri. Velma, Fred, dead. <laughs> Volcano forever, Didion. And Vermont Fuddruckers doom. Oh. And finally, vaginas for dads. A virtual reality program that lets dads give birth so they can get it. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, man. Did you leave anything for Nick? <laughs> um, yeah, I never got into Dilbert, and then I heard about that, but the theme song for uh, the Dilbert cartoon, oh, just so good. There was give, a, give me a bar. I can't. You can't, li- you can't set me up. Oh, like no. That. You'll have to search it. Okay. But the theme song to the Dilbert cartoon okay. just slaps harder than it has any right to. <laughs> Is it the most redeeming part of the Dilbert universe? Yes. Okay. Entirely. Okay. I know I nothing that. else about it except the theme song to the show. Yeah. So good. I love when that happens. Well, thank you, Cameron. Um, hey, Nick. Uh, a lot of uh, VFD ground was covered here so hopefully um there's something left for you uh let's hear your vfd are you a vampire who's feeling a bit blah 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 (laughs) hi i'm count dracula and i want to tell you that just because you're undead doesn't mean you've got nothing to live for okay (laughs) depression can feel like you're living under a cloud but I'm here to say that the sun will rise. Obviously, the real sun will kill you, so it's not a perfect metaphor. <laughs> but let me tell you a story about a young vampire who was a really down in the dumps, okay? <laughs> he wasn't taking care of himself. He was eating all kinds of junk. He's, you know, just a real gross faratu. One day, he had to take a long, hard look at himself in the mirror. And do you know what he saw? Nothing, because he's a fucking vampire, okay? But do you know who that vampire was? Mm. That's right. It was Chris Angel. And now he's a fucking mind freak. He's cool as shit, man, I tell you. But regardless, I'm here to let you know that VFD means vampires feel depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't let depression freak with your mind, or else you'll never be the mind freak. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I saw that guy get run over by a fucking steamroller. That is crazy. <laughs> hey, that's it. Oh. Oh, Nick, so good. Um... And it's I'm I'm not going to stand up here and act like I teach a dialect masterclass, but God, God damn it, did I love Italian Dracula? <laughs> I was like, go with the closest voice you got, yeah. See where it goes, you know. Oh, it just tickles me. And Jesse, even with me emptying the chamber, I don't think any of us overlapped no. a single word. No. 
I don't think so. Good job. Well done. And especially with V. You guys still covered a lot of that ground. Yeah. Well done. Look at that. You guys. <laughs> Segment two. Pickup lines. Today's October 27th. And with that being an unfortunate truth, I guess I'm obligated to make this a Halloween-themed edition of the Stab Show. Boo. Boo on that. And not in a Halloween ghosty type way. Just boo on Halloween mostly. It seems a lot of people like it. So who am I to, to deny it here? So let's start with pickup lines to some Halloweeny things. Give us your three examples of how you would pick up or be picked up on by these following holiday-appropriate nouns. Pickup lines, because the only thing scarier than Halloween, apparently, is not making it known to someone how much you want to bang them. I think. Uh, Frankie, so we're going to do one, 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 two, two, two. Three times around, as we do in these segment twos. Frankie, Lord, let's hear your first... Pick up line to or from slasher movies. Hey, you've heard of Leatherface. Well, you're going to have one hell of a night with me, Leatherdick. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I'm still thinking about it, and I don't want to be doing that. Why am I? Cameron. <laughs> get me, Hi, Jesse. Get me to whatever's. Oh, yes. Uh, Cameron. Yeah. Let's hear your first of three pickup lines to or from Plastic vampire teeth. These are all from plastic vampire okay. teeth. Right. Would expect no less. Listen, I know I'm your cheap and easy last resort. <laughs> Just put me in your mouth. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Straight to the point. As you would want your plastic vampire teeth to be. Are we dicking around? Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> Nick, uh, to hear what... All we're working with, let's get your first pickup line to or from an amateur haunted house. Let's hear that Italian Dracula again. <laughs> oh, man, I wish you could do it the whole time. Uh, are you a sneaky teenager with a scream mask and an air horn? Because, girl, you just made me shit myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't take much. I mean, not to make Nick shit himself. But, oh, yeah. No, but I run... have IBS. It'll happen all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, anything can work in an amateur haunted house. That's the gist of what we're going on about here. Um, <clears throat> Frankie, second time around. Let's hear your second pickup line tour from Slasher Movies. You've heard of Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have one hell of a night with me, Freddy Bad Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It's not a knife fingers. I got I got weird big dildo fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I missed the what was what was the term? I think we you cut <laughs> what was the word? Freddy what? Bad dragon. Bad dragon. Uh-huh. Okay. I just don't know what you're saying. That so, that means dildos? That means something. It's, it's I mean Nick gets it. Nick knows what's It's a specific brand of dildo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just not versed enough. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> Freddy Bad Dragon. <laughs> Freddy Bad Dragon. Is it the one that does the, the sci-fi ones that are like tentacles and... Some, some of them are tentacles, yeah. And... But they're, they're, they're dragon dicks. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's in the name. That's on me. Yeah. That's on me. <laughs> That's why I do this show, Jesse. I learn something every time. Yeah. And we, we're taking that home with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, yeah. second time around, pickup lines from Plastic Vampire Teeth. This one uh, is a year later. Mm. 
Well, well, well. Look who's back. Put me in that mouth again. <laughs> what that forgetful mouth do? Uh, sure. Yeah. You got to have your backup. What do you need? Just a cape and some teeth. Just a cape and some teeth. <laughs> Nick, uh, let's get us uh, two-thirds of the way through here. With your second pickup line, to or from an amateur haunted house. Girl, just call me a Christian-themed haunted house because you're going to feel mildly uncomfortable the whole time, and at the end, I'm going to pressure you to make a decision you definitely won't feel comfortable about in hindsight. Oh. <laughs> and the, the, the giggle at the end is really the worst part of that. <laughs> I know those have to be a thing. I know those have to be a thing. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. called hell houses. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And right. at the end, they literally pressure you into converting. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to get out? Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many times the voice demands that you get out, you can only get out if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, that's the only way any of us get out, Nick. I'm gonna get you <laughs> get you some uh, get you some uh, paperwork, uh, my my pamphlet on the way out of here. Uh, Frankie, let's wrap up or begin the wrapping up of uh, with your third pickup line tour from Slasher Movies. Yeah, lean all the way in. Lean all the way <laughs> You've heard of Jason Voorhees. Okay. Well, you're going to have one hell of a night with me, Jason Horboobies. <laughs> okay. All right. I was, just, I was just bracing, but that one was easier to pick up on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Jason. <laughs> What's that in that grocery bag? Oh, well, come on in. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, third of three, pick up lines from Plastic Vampire Teeth. Okay, this one occurs 50 years later. Oh. Who are you? Where's Paul? Oh, Paul was your dad. And Okay, so he died, and you're clearing his place out, mm-hmm. and you found me. That's really funny. See, I'm a pair of Plastic Vampire Teeth. Um, your dad used to put me in his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice making that connection years later. I'm just telling stories, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was checking in over there, but no. Keeping it here. Gotta keep, no, I gotta keep it here. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Nick, let's wrap up some pickup lines with your last two are from an amateur haunted house. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Girl, are you a... Sorry, hold on. Let me start. This is... All right. Girl, are you a group of crying children dressed like the Denver Nuggets? Because I want you dribbling out of my exit. (laughs) What was the... Can we go back to the Denver Nuggets specificity? Yeah, it's just... It's it's for the dribbling part. That's, yeah, that's really where Could've it been was. Could have been any team. Oh, uh, okay. But Denver Nuggets is fun to say. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was trying, you know, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. I'm just curious. I don't want to hear 
uh, <laughs> more about dribbling out of your exit. So let's move into segment three. Uh, it's Breakfast of Champions. Breakfast cereal is no stranger to creatures of the night and objects of fright. Booberry, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, Raisin Bran. All breakfast cereals themed around terrible, horrible things. But is any of that really scary? In this edition of Breakfast of Champions, you're asked to give us the packaging, applicable mascots, slogans, and nutritional information for a breakfast cereal branded around the following truly horrifying concepts. So go on. Make this a part of our balanced death fest or something. I don't know. Frankie. <clears throat> Why do I do this to Frankie? Uh, <laughs> Frankie, let's hear your um, breakfast cereal themed around a loveless relationship. For when you want to eat something else but can't be bothered to make a change. Settling flakes taste like they used to be your favorite. Did the recipe change, or did you? Either way, you're miserable, but you're too chicken shit to do anything about it. Made with ingredients you deeply resent. You tell yourself that you do this for the kids, but your kids hate the settling flakes too. They see the way you look at the portion of bimbo loops, they don't love the idea of the portion of bimbo loops, but fuck it. Anything's got to be better than this. Settling flakes. You always said this would never be you, and yet, here you are. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. Somehow they're just gray. They, yeah. They're an actual color, but you can only see the gray. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry, Frankie. Uh, well, I said these were um, some truly horrifying concepts, so there you are. Cameron, um, as bad, worse, not as bad? I don't know. You tell me. Let's hear your breakfast cereal themed around uh, an, unfulfill an unfulfilling professional life. Okay. I wrote a commercial. Sure. So, if you will, come Please. with me. Theater of the mind, Cameron. Open on an alarm clock on a bedside table, buzzing as 7 a.m. flashes. A silenced pistol enters the frame, shooting the clock. The camera whips to a tall, dark, and handsome man with abs for days sitting up in a cushy bed. Hello, my name is Agent Danger, but you already knew that. As Agent Danger gets out of the bed, we see he is only wearing white boxers with hearts on them. We follow him to the bathroom where he starts shaving away his stubble revealing a jawline that could cut a hard cheese like it was soft cheese. <laughs> Men around the world wonder what I, the most famous and yet elusive secret agent in the world, eat for breakfast. But like my real name, my lovers, and my employer, some things aren't meant to be public. As he opens a drawer to put away his razor, cut to a small, grainy camera from view from inside the drawer, Agent Danger looks like a much more nervous, sallow man from this angle as he stares into the camera and whispers, my name is Eugene Podrick, and I'm tired of being a secret agent. I need one of you to kill me and hide my body. <laughs> he closes the drawer, and we're back to Agent Danger, who smoothly wraps a robe around his waist and heads to the kitchen. I will tell you this, though. I couldn't drive European sports cars, conduct high-stress espionage, or keep the world from nuclear disaster without my morning meal being full of fiber, protein, and a little flavor. Agent Danger opens the pantry where there's another hidden camera. It's Eugene again, and his eyes are watering as he looks at us and whispers faster this time. I'm too good at my job, and they won't let me quit or die. Every time I kill myself, they recover my body and bring me back. It's like Groundhog Day, but extremely painful. I feel all of it. Plus, I always get to heaven when I die, and when they bring me back here, I have to leave. And God says you can only do that so many times. Oh, no. He closes the pantry, holding a box of Danger Rose in his hand. Oops! <laughs> 
I guess the secret's out. But there's still one more surprise in every box. He opens the box and yet another hidden camera. We see Eugene. My next mission is in Moldova. Please find me and kill me and hide my body. Even if you cremate me, hide the ashes. They can remake me out of those too. Agent Danger pulls a cereal shaped like bullets into a bowl and eats while narrator talks. Danger Rose, the, ce- the select cereal of the best secret agent in Canada. That's right. He's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, now it makes sense. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Nick, let's wrap up some breakfasting. Uh, with arguably the worst thing that we've uh, covered tonight. Let's hear your breakfast cereal, uh, breakfast cereal, your breakfast cereal branded around uh, good things happening to bad people. Okay. All right. Coming from the absolute assholes who summon the demon that shit grape nuts into existence (laughs) comes the next breakfast abomination. X the cereal. Made out of the dried bits of God, who's dead by the way, X will have you weeping in your bowl every morning. If you're wondering, yeah, it's called X because it was already bought by Elon Musk. He didn't make it or anything, but he'll make billions off of it because a bunch of fucking crypto bro jerk-offs think he's the next coming of Tesla, when really, he's just Thomas Edison with hair plugs. But it doesn't matter! My mom died of a stroke dialing 911, clinging onto the hope of life with her last breath. But Donald Trump, he's still alive, <laughs> and he can live life like a coked-up grimace with syphilis, and he's still chugging along, and he's probably going to be president again. <laughs> Why? Well, let's look at the slogan on the box, all right? What does it say? Oh, yeah, the universe is cold and indifferent to our cries for karmic justice. <laughs> X is also guilt, conscience, and fat-free, but you can't have it. <laughs> Although there is a really fun maze on the back that leads uh, that leads to heaven, but the secret is there is no heaven, so there's no way to get there, and only idiots spend their lives trying to find it. Heaven is a lubricant the less fortunate created to take getting fucked by life a little easier to bear. But X has your daily requirement of essential vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Oh. oh, damn it, Nick! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do this to us. I apologize. Um, one of these days, it's just gonna be. Give me the names of the fluffiest kittens in the world, and then somehow we'll turn that into tragedy too. Oh, Welcome yeah. to the stab show. Uh, segment four, it's dating profiles. So maybe pickup lines aren't how you're going to find your perfect death mate. I'm going to stop. But if you're looking for someone to spend this holiday season and beyond with, maybe you need yourself a dating profile. Good thing that's this segment, so we can get to work on one. In this themed edition of dating profiles, you're asked to create a dating profile from the following persons, places, things, or whatnots uh, of the, the scary... Spooky season variety. Uh, Frankie Lord, let's hear your dating profile from someone who turns all their lights off on Halloween so no one comes to their door. Esther, 39. (laughs) Green flags I look for. A healthy relationship with the Lord, one wherein you are deeply afraid of his wrath. Preferably, you ensure his contentment with you through rituals, even if your heathen coworkers insist that it's actually obsessive compulsive disorder. 
I spend most of my money on tithing. What doesn't keep me alive keeps him contented. Mm-hmm. Most spontaneous thing I've ever done. Well, I never participate in the devil's Christmas at the end of October, but one year I decided God would let me make an exception if I put a little basket in front of the door filled with tiny Bibles. It felt so good, I almost let myself celebrate my genius with a sparkling water. But no, no, that would be considered celebrating the demon's holiday. A shower thought I recently had. Are you trying to think of me naked before marriage? What's the matter with you? I don't even think of me naked. I shower with the lights off and the windows taped over. I know I'm clean when I've scrubbed each body part seven times. Seven for the Lord. Seven times. Seven scrubs. Seven times. Seven for the Lord. Seven times. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. <clears throat> I mean, they just turned their lights off, but apparently that's... <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, kitty appearance. Oh, it was all worth it. Uh, thank you, uh, Frankie, um, and and that adorable little. Oh, look at you, uh, Cameron. Uh, uh, let's get one from kind of almost the exact opposite person. Let's hear your dating profile for someone who gives out full size candy bars. Mm-hmm. Darren, thirty one. I'm a wealthy widower looking for a new partner to help me flaunt the wealth left behind by my beloved ancient wife. May she rest in peace. First things first, no, I didn't marry for the money. I married for the social status and the prospect of money down the road. Huge diff, if you ask me. So what's a gallus guy to do to remind everyone that not only am I flush with funds but willing to spend them? I make every holiday my neighbor's worst nightmare, of course. Valentine's Day, well, a neighborhood singles mixer in my private ballroom where I can show everyone how well my dance lessons are going. Good luck getting anyone to notice Craig's frumpy ass once I've done my cha-cha. St. Patrick's Day, well, I dye the neighborhood lazy river green and I ride a custom float down it dressed as a sexy little leprechaun tossing gold coins to all the children out of a big pot. July 4th, a big backyard barbecue, and I do a little USO show, song, dance, and I hire a couple of local comedians to write a skit for me to act in, something that makes me look approachable and down to earth, even though if anyone worth less than eight figures did approach me, they'd be sniped with a trank dart from the nearest tree or bush. And then when the weather drops, I get out my cashmere sweaters, and I begin to prepare for the biggest show-off holiday of all, Halloween. Mm -hmm. First, the decorations. You know those 15-foot-tall skeletons that went viral at Home Depot and then nobody could buy them because they sold out? That's because I bought them all. I have hundreds, and they form an army around my property, a terracotta army, if you will. They're dressed as dead figures from history to honor all that old shit my dead wife used to talk about. Second, the haunted house. I bribed the HOA to make everybody in the zip code attend, a zip code attend at least once every year. I pay the best set designers and actors in the world to make it as legitimately terrifying as possible. And then when they inevitably attack one of the performers, piss or shit their pants, or have a panic attack, I make a big deal out of it before sending them home with a fresh pair of pants with my name on the butt. <laughs> Finally, the candy. A full bucket of king-size bars for every little kid that comes by. As the parents frown at me, I smile wide and I say, hope they don't get cavities to every single one. So anyway, date me. <laughs> I've always wanted to invite everyone to a Christmas masquerade, masquerade ball oh, yeah. where I dress up as Santa and me and Mrs. Santa make the whole room watch us go to town. <laughs> so please be down for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just know, going in, this is what you're signing up for. <laughs> a full minim- Santa show. At minimum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sleigh ride and everything. Uh, thank you, Cameron. Um, he wasn't as nice a guy as I thought he would be. That's so weird. <laughs> it's about status. Yeah, I guess. Kids don't need that much. Because he went beyond full size. He went to king size. It's yeah. Like, fuck that. Oh, maybe that was the problem. This is the king size guy. The full size guy is probably yeah, more I, down to earth. Once again, I ignored your prompt, <laughs> Jesse. No, that's all right. <laughs> you improved upon. That's there was one I'm... show where I misread three of your five <laughs> prompts. I was right. just freestyling. That's all right. I took it very personally. I remember. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Make it your own. Uh, Nick... Let's finish up some Dayton profiles. Um, I'm not quite this bad, but I wait till after Thanksgiving. But, <laughs> Nick, let's hear your Dayton profile from somebody put, who puts up their Christmas decorations on November 1st. Hi, I'm Dennis, and I love Christmas. My profile photo is me in an ugly Christmas sweater, which is so funny. <laughs> The other photo you have to see is me holding my cat, Tinsel, and he's got a little elf hat that says naughty, and I'm wagging my finger at him. (laughs) Can you believe me? And here's another photo. That one's of me tied up like a nice little present. Don't you want to unwrap me? My hobbies are I love decorating the tree, making gingerbread cookies for all my coworkers. But my secret is, is that I telework and I live alone. (laughs) But I do spend a lot of my time in my basement working on my other hobbies. But don't worry about them. My dislikes are turkeys and indigenous people because there is no holiday between Halloween, yuck, and Christmas. I'm also not too keen on veterans or sneaky little snakes who try to get into my basement. Don't make me tie you up because I can make knots that nobody gets out of yet. Looking for, what am I looking for? I'm looking for the shelf to my elf, mm-hmm. the angel to my, to top my tree. Also, family is real big for me, so she can't have any family or friends that would get in the way or ask too many questions, you know? Oh, God. Anything else you should know? Mm, no, nothing I can think Oh. I am the BTK killer, and I'm also a premature ejaculator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always got to be something, Nick. Why can't I find that? <laughs> it's always something with this. Oh, thank you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Hey! How about we wrap up the program with segment five? It's movie makeup. By now, you've probably binged on all the scary movies you know, all the scary scary movies you know and love, and are left with scraping the bottom of the chiller barrel for something else to jump scare you. Or maybe you need a break from all those buckets of blood and gore. Either way, the world of cinema is limitless. So don't feel like you have to go in the horror direction with these, unless you want to. In movie makeup, your job is to give us the synopses of these made-up movies, based on the following titles pulled from the various random title generators of our friends at 7thSanctum.com. Boo! 7thSanctum.com doesn't know we do this. So go on! Spin a silver screen yarn. Uh, Frankie. 
Please take this somewhere that I am not already fearing. Frankie, <laughs> let's hear your synopsis of uh, this made-up movie, uh, Disease Party. In the controversial but acclaimed documentary coming to Netflix this fall, Disease Party is about a collection of anti-vaccine parents who decide to inoculate their children against VFMD, often misnomered as VFD, via so-called controlled exposure. <laughs> the center of the story is Mary, a young woman who contracted VFMD after losing her virginity to her high school sweetheart, unaware that her father had murdered her mother, and then buried her under the floorboards in the basement. <laughs> Since one way to contract VFMD is through having sex on your mother's grave, this is how Mary caught it. Yeah. From there, she was committed to increasing awareness about the illness, even if that meant letting her genitals read poetry to unvaccinated children. <laughs> you shocked at the conclusion, wherein all the children die of smallpox and then Mary is registered to the sex offender registry. <laughs> okay, so maybe you won't be shocked at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh... It's wonderful how how you could tie that together. So so good. All of that while snuggling an adorable cat. That's so much. It's, it's so confusing. So it's such conflict. Oh, she's such a snuggler. Oh, look at it. Oh, All right. I think she knows I'm talking to people, so she's hamming it up. God damn it. <laughs> oh, such a snuggle bug. Well, thank you, Frankie. Hey, how can people get more Frankie Lord in their lives? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am on the internet at Upsamon Binary. I'm also on the internet at Frankie Lord Writes. Um, oh. So that's where my horror stuff is. Um, yeah, so um, both accounts are on TikTok, both accounts are on Instagram, and then Frankie Lord Writes on Threads, um, which you're if you're like a book person, that's probably where you should be. It's basically totally taken over by book nerds. So oh, nice. Well, cool. Glad you glad you got an outlet going too. I know yeah. you'd started Frankie Lord Writes. I didn't know how it was going. I should have checked in. Yeah, I mean, twice now it's been like getting it's been like starting, and then something just insane happens. To sure, me. but you know, it'll 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 gel. It'll gel eventually. Yeah. Well, cool. Glad you got that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Frankie. <laughs> oh, I could watch kitty cats all day. Uh, I gotta get back home to mine. Uh, Cameron, hey, let's hear what you've got in way of a synopsis, synopsy, synopsi, uh, <laughs> for your made-up movie, Positronic Monday. Yeah, so I had to look up Positronic. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a, oh God, what's his name? The robot guy. Yeah, Data. No. No? Well, yes. Well, but... Asimov? Asimov. Okay. It is an Asimov term yep. for a, uh, a technology-based soul in a robot or android, etc. character. So that is context that I learned before I wrote this. Well, you're welcome. You're learning all kinds of stuff yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big learning experience. Now the question is how long will it stay up nah, in that pinball for, machine? For one episode. Science fiction has debated for decades. Can robots, androids, or otherwise have souls? Well, this new screwball comedy asks, what if they have, what if they skipped that question and worked soulless jobs like humans do? 
In Positronic Monday, Monday, we follow Patrick, whose name definitely stands for something sciencey and advanced. He's a third-generation android who is supposed to be enjoying the new humanless world that his predecessors fought for. Instead, he spends his day in a cubicle finding new ways to waste time with his two best friends. One day, Patrick is trying to have brain sex with his computer when he accidentally finds a way to steal company money in fractions so small that nobody will notice. That's right. It's just office space, but with robots. Frame for frame, but with a 15-minute backstory at the beginning that shows robots brutally exterminating humanity. The same could be said for every robot movie, which are all just straightforward remakes of human movies. The robots are still learning how to write plots. Anyway, rated R for robot. Of course. Of course. Is anything not rated R in this new world? Oh, so good. It's all R. Of course, you also have to remember, uh, it's just a remake of Superman 3. Superman 3 <laughs> is a remake of Office Space? Uh, Office Space is a... It, we'll get into it. They mention it in Office Space, that they're oh. doing Superman 3. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I got a bone up on my Superman. I'm just... I, it's so it's a, such a dumb plot device. They had to use it twice. Uh, Cameron, uh, you're wonderful. Sorry, I don't know why. Thank that's, you, Jesse. If that's okay for me to say, uh, <laughs> I will take it. Other than over something else. <laughs> no, we're uh, we always enjoy having you around here, and hope to have you around more. We've got all sorts of stuff on all sorts of burners. Mm-hmm. Um, but how else can people uh, enjoy more Cameron Schmid? Uh, in the rest of their lives outside of this very particular episode of the Stab Show? Well, any shows that I book, I will uh, post on my Instagram, which mm-hmm. is P-U-N-I-S-C-H-M-I-D, mm-hmm. also known as Punishmid. Punishmid. Um, I host Bar Trivia with my lovely girlfriend, Sierra, Tuesday nights at Sac City Brews in Tahoe Park, yeah. 6.30 p.m., except for this Tuesday, which is Halloween, so don't come. Well, yeah. uh, but starting in November, every Tuesday, we will see you there, and we will... Do some really good, fresh, from the farm trivia. No geeks who drink bullshit. Um, and then, yeah, we're working on other stuff at Stab, and I'm also a producer at Good Day Sacramento, which does not condone or consent to any of the material I perform tonight, and does not know that I am even mentioning their name. <laughs> so, if you would like to contribute to my bills, you can watch the highest-rated morning news show in the market. Sure. And, you know, we have some fun. Yeah, of course. Well, good to have you. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, Nick Pettigrew, you rascally so-and-so. It feels like I'm already going to be asking you this next week. Oh, oh! I, th- I thought you were making, thought you were pausing me, that you, that you had some yeah. breaking news. Yay! Yay! Fingers. <laughs> um, Nick, um, how can people uh, enjoy more Nick Pettigrew where they work in bank? Oh, man, you can't. Um, <laughs> you could just go on Twitter, I guess. I don't really tweet that often. Mm. Uh, I also have a TikTok I don't use and an Instagram I don't use. Mm-hmm. So if you want to follow me on things I don't use anymore, <laughs> they're all available for you. Yeah. Uh, um, other than that, I you know, I'm in, I, I hang out in Pasadena a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you go – there's a Starbucks – on uh foothill and san gabriel that i go to a lot that's a drive-thru so but if you see me in the drive-thru feel free to say hi sure um but yeah i'm there there a lot all right so i shouldn't bring up the game dev 
Oh, please do. I'm still working on Expressorcist. I'm going to get it done. I swear. It's funny at this point because it's just it's, – it's been years. <laughs> but it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then after that, I think I'm just going to pivot to like being a men's rights activist or something. <laughs> like I'm just going to give up. Yeah. I think. That's fair. That's fair. At some point, we all have to recognize no point in trying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Nick. Hey, let's wrap up this program with your movie. Let's hear your synopsis of your made-up movie. <clears throat> Real Legends of the Southern Space Force. It is said that the South will rise again. Oh, God damn it. And rise it did. All the way to space. <laughs> Join Captain Jethro Ulysses S. Grant, the 333rd-ish, and the rest of the crew of the CSS Wild Turkey as they travel across the cosmos rolling coal the whole way. Watch those ship nuts jiggle as the crew warp jumps from adventure to adventure, fighting the likes of the LGBTQ gone, the Kardashians, and Greta Thunberg. That's right, y'all. The replicators are spitting out biscuits and gravy just like Meemaw used to make. So tune in every Friday at 9.30 to CMT+. And remember, if space is the final frontier, it is their manifest destiny to claim it regardless of who is already there. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Uh, and that was the Stab Show. Thank you for joining us this evening, and of course, a special thank you to our fantastic panel, Frankie Lord, Cameron Schmidt, and Nick Pettigrew. Now, if you like what you just watched, and or heard, and want to make sure you catch it live as it happens, you can do that by joining us going forward at 7.30pm Friday nights, in person at Stab Comedy Theater, or online from the comfort of your own home on Stab TV on Twitch. And if you like this so much that you need to hear 371 more like it, <laughs> you can catch the Stab Show any old time you want via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. But that's all we got for you tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that you might not always be everybody's favorite, but odds are you're somebody's, and that's good enough. Good night. <laughs>